0: Namaste creators, namaste to all of you, today we have a very special edition uh, with a very special guest on the show as well and we're going to be diving deep on the topic of how to get over heartbreak. So whether you are somebody who's been through this before or whether you are somebody who's going through this right now. then. Um, this video will probably be very good for you to um, have some tips, some tricks, some tools to be able to get over this. And today, our special guest we have here is Master Mathuro. Yes. Thank you so much, Master. (laughs) Namaste. Namaste, Namaste. everyone. And and actually, I know you have a YouTube channel as well. um, And He's actually very much part of our inner circle and that's why he flown out here today uh to do this collaboration video and recently inside one of our inner circle meetings you were um actually speaking about a recent heartbreak you were actually going through is that correct that is correct well first of all thank you for being here and thank you for being so vulnerable and open with your own personal um um uh, story And I always say that when we are open, when we're vulnerable with our own story, a lot of people can relate to it. We'll probably be able to receive healing um, and and know the strategies to be able to get out of it. Um, (laughs) So I know know you've prepared a a bunch of questions and things like that that you feel that people could relate to or get some benefit out of. So I'll hand it over to you
1: (laughs) exactly first of all thank you so much master for having me here it's really a blessing to be here and as long as my message or my mess can be a positive inspirational note for others to build upon themselves on that's that's going to be the biggest blessing in my eyes beautiful so the first thing is when a person or anyone goes through a heartbreak or a breakup where they put a lot of time and energy and love into that relationship or even just something that's just starting to get off is it okay for someone to go through the emotions, feel it and break down, whether it be high or low?
0: Meaning, so your question is meaning when you're just going into a relationship or when you're just getting out of a relationship? Getting, pretty much getting out of one or entering one that
1: was not there to begin with.
0: Okay, so then there's a lot of emotions going, is it okay to have those emotions? Correct. I think this is not so much a question of whether it's okay or not. I think it's a natural thing that love does. Love is a very high vibrational frequency. And I'm sure you would agree with me on this, that um, that term that people say lost in love happens a lot with people. And we have this saying, when you understand because emotions is energy in motion, when emotions is high, intelligence is low. A lot of the time we can't think because we're doing acts of love and we're just so much in love and then we do all kinds of things. And so, if, even if I was to say today, no, it's not okay. Everybody will get into the, that emotional roller coaster anyway. It's part of human nature. I think it's more so to say, if we are aware of it, can we do something about it? Because the reality is like this. If we go down a emotional, rabbit hole. I'm talking about some negative thoughts or feelings or feeling of loss or feeling of upset or anger or frustration. We become that vibration. Therefore, we will attract more of that vibration. And I'm sure everybody who's listening right now has probably gone through a time before where they are feeling they're losing someone they love. And the more they're losing it, they know they are getting themselves into more of a mess while it's happening because so many emotions are going around and sometimes we even say things that we don't really mean but we still say it because we're trying to stimulate something and the more we are chasing it, the further it goes away and so this is kind of also law of attraction in play already because we are in the negative vibrations therefore we're amplifying it and getting more of it whereas there might have been a point where we could actually rescue it if we just backed off a little bit breathe calm the emotions and just have a little bit more trust and have real love. What I mean by real love is I think that a lot of the time we say we love someone in order that I can have someone. And it's interesting because the moment that detachment starts happening, that love doesn't seem like love anymore, because it's like, I love you, that's why you should be with me, right? <laughs> right. So, but that isn't the case, because if you truly love someone, it should be that I truly love you and I want the best for you, and if it's not with me, then if I love you enough, this is unconditional love, I need you to go wherever love is for you, you see? But that is very big love, and not many people can think in that, in, on that level at that time. So I think that you can start to put these questions in your mind, And bring that awareness to yourself to to understand, hey, wait there a second. If I allow myself to go on this emotional downfall right now, I'm going to attract more of it and it's really not going to help the situation. So how about I breathe it out? How about I calm the vibrations, the emotions? And how about I shift into a real sense of love, that vibration? And maybe at that time, we could at least call it back. Even if we don't call it back, we have nicely, let go and detach because we sincerely want the best for the other person
1: Hmm. great answer awesome answer there so when the breakup or the relationship ends the very first thing that a person should do Hmm. will be instead of feeling those negative vibrations they should be on a higher vibrational setting So what are some things that people can do that will get them to raise their vibrational standards mm. and come out of that, that low setting of, oh, I lost love, mm. instead of saying, losing love, mm. what are some ways that they can think of, you know what, this actually made me stronger inside. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's not so much about um, them shouldn't be in that, because like I said, they will be in that regardless, because we're humans and that's what will happen. I think once we up our, we can say our consciousness game or spirituality game, what what we'll tend to find is that that heartbreak doesn't last so long anymore because we understand the practice of detachment, that's number one. We understand that our reality or how we feel is purely based on how we think and our thinking can change instantly. It can. Anybody's thinking can change instantly. And people say, no, it can't. You don't know what I'm going through. I say, tell me 10 things you're grateful for. And then I, no, I'm not going to tell you now. I'm upset. It's like, no, no. But if you did, what would happen? They are afraid because actually, if they did tell me 10 things they're grateful for, guess what? They're going to be happy again right? Give me one really funny story that's happened in your life, right? I know you do a lot of comedy on your channel as well. Maybe watch one of your videos, right? exactly. (laughs) That will shift their, that will shift their state, that will shift their vibrations. And so I think that anything to do with joy, anything to do with gratitude, anything to do with comedy or entertainment even, Right? And by the way, I just, I just want to say I highly recommend anybody who's watching this video right now, make sure to um, give his channel a follow because you'll get a lot of positivity there and a lot of knowledge there and in a comedic setting setting that is much more funnier than I can be. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, make sure to check out his videos as well and it'll inspire you. Um, but, on the, but, but on that note, I think that it, it's about, number one, becoming aware when we are in that state. Number two, re- breath work will help calm emotions instantly. Number three is find, so divert, divert the focus. Divert the focus on something that's joyful, something that's funny, something that makes you laugh or smile. And the easiest way is usually gratitude uh, and comedy also that will work. So things, things that you're grateful for. Um, and then once you've shifted on that, now the final thing is ask yourself the question, right? If I got to choose how I feel right now, what do I choose, what would I choose, how, how, how should I feel, and I wanna feel good, I wanna feel positive, then place your focus on there, because what you focus on expands, that emotion will start to expand, and you'll shift out of it. The thing is though, when it comes to heartbreak, when you've done that process, after five minutes, it's likely to come back again. It's like the moment of, oh shit, she's gone, right?
1: It's like <laughs> the mind is
0: creeping right. back up and yeah. you trying to take you out of the yeah. game. Yeah. Right. And it will do that, and it will do that day one, it'll do that, day two, it'll do that, day three, it'll do that, week one, week two, week three, it'll do that. And we've all been through it before. And so we know it will keep creeping up. But understand one thing, right? What we focus on expands. If we give it energy, guess what? It will always be there. It will be there for a long time. If we are actually trying to get over heartbreak and you, don't, you no longer want to feel the pain, very simple. Do the practice over and over again, shift the focus, recognize it, shift the focus, recognize it, shift the focus. Because what will happen is if you starve a particular energy of attention, it will have to move. It goes on, it moves somewhere else. So as long as we continue to shift it, what you'll find is that usually what would take people, let's say six months to get over a heartbreak, now will take you three months. And those practicing usually takes you three months, now will take you one month. Those practicing one month will then you shorten the time. And so a heartbreak, heartbreak to somebody who's like on a high level of consciousness and does practices like this, and they're familiar with shifting their state would probably be one week and then heartbreak is gone, you know, but it's part of human. So it's, we need to, first of all, be okay. We're human and this is a normal feeling. So we
1: need to acknowledge the feeling, be aware of it. Basically what you're stating is we need to be in the now. We have to be present, be
0: conscious. That's right. That's right.
1: Right, and if you guys have not read that book, The Power of Now is a very great book. I would highly recommend that you guys read it because it has some great practices in there that you guys can apply in your lives as well that'll help you be in the now and just be grateful for the situation that's happening right now in your present life. So the next question, I know usually when we have these type of situations, there's always a lesson to be learned. It's either a blessing or a blessing. Mm. I know for me, when I was, I was previously engaged before, mm. but that one really didn't go so well and I looked at it as a blessing in disguise. Mm. But the recent one, I'm still trying to figure that lesson <laughs> out. <laughs> you know, There's always something that we need to grow upon. Mm. So when our mind is, when we cannot see clearly, how are we able to actually learn what is the lesson that was, this was trying to teach me? What am I trying to, how am I trying to evolve from this? What is the next stage? Got it. Okay,
0: that's a beautiful question. So there's only one reason why two people will become separate. There's only one reason, and that is a mismatch in vibration. That's the only reason that two people can separate. If two people's vibrations were entirely aligned, they will stay together. So the lessons we can take from this is, there's two, two types of this lesson then because of the vibrational frequency, it's either that we are at a higher vibrational frequency than they are. And if we recognize already we are the more positive one, we're the more real love one, then what we will recognize is the universe is giving you the biggest sign just to say, hey, I've got something better for you. I've got something bigger for you, something better for you, and this is not the one. Or if we can come to the acceptance even or the honesty to understand that, wait there a second, I think their vibrational frequency was way beyond what I am or different to what I am. Okay? And if that's, if that's the case, then it's a sign for us to say, universe is saying, hey, you're not quite there yet, but we gave you a glimpse of it. Work on yourself a little bit more and you will get something like that or even better. But you need to work on your vibrational frequency. And so I always say to people, um, and this is very interesting when it comes to attracting or manifesting love, a lot of people, they do scripting. Have you done scripting before?
1: Yes, I've tried it. And uh, some of the things have started coming true. Yeah. Just, just like a tiny bit. Yeah. I've actually manifested great friends. Beautiful. Which we'll talk about in another video. Very good. And I've also scripted out some of the very big goals that I have as well. So those are still in the progress.
0: Yeah. So I've seen a lot of people they script before. Let's say, for example, they script the love of their life. So they're like, okay, I want her to look like this, I want her to do this career, I want the personality to be this way, I want to, and then they script the script they script everything. And then what happens is a lot of the time they because you've scripted out, you've placed the intention, you've set the intention for it, guess what? They attract that person in front of them. Right? And this also happens a lot. They attract what seems like the dream girl or the dream date or the perfect partner in front of them, and then what happens is, a lot of the times they don't manage to get together. And the question is, what is the universe trying to tell me? Because like I set the intention, I called for it, it arrived, and yet at the same time it's not with me right now. <laughs> you know well, what happened? And. Actually, what the, the, the scripting process that I always tell people is, might be missing, and I think this is a better scripting, is to script out the specification of who you want. Then put yourself in the shoes of that person right now. Right? Let's say, for example, there's a girl who's trying to attract some six-pack guy who's healthy eating and positive all the time and, and travels the world and does whatever inspirational stuff. Right? Let's say, let's say there's a girl trying to attract a guy like that put yourself in their position right now. Once you put yourself in their position, script on behalf of them. So if you were them trying to attract a perfect partner, what would it look like? Would it be somebody who, who eats McDonald's and burgers every day, somebody who's not very motivated, somebody who's uh, doing a low paid job, somebody who's, what would their script look like? And most likely their script may be something similar to what lifestyle they are, at, right? And so once you've scripted for them, on behalf of them, look at that list and see, are you in vibrational match with that person? And if not, if we work towards becoming that person, we stand a much higher chance once the parcel appears that everything is in vibrational alignment and we already prepared ourselves for our loving partner to manifest. And so I think with that said, sometimes we need to understand that Yes, we can set some intentions, and yes, we can manifest the opportunity in front of us, but how do we acquire it? We need to prepare ourselves as well. And so I think this is a big learning for a lot of people moving forward with attracting love or manifesting the right person in their life.
1: Right, so I know that from one of your previous videos on how to attract a specific person, you you actually gave steps out on qualities, looks, Mm. personality traits, Mm. uh, characteristics, Mm. I think even job Mm. and finances Mm. and i've actually done those things Mm. and i know with the recent thing that i just went through this person she really did flip the bill so it really does work Mm. now what you're also talking about is that we have to be that person we have to if we want someone who's positive Mm. we we can't be negative Mm. because it's just going to disappear from our lives Mm. so we have to completely become what we want Mm. and that's attracting what we are and as well as mirror matching mm. i believe you said that one of your that's earlier right. videos as well that's right all right okay so um one other question when these situations normally happen to us i know a people a lot of people would probably end up <coughs> asking the question why why me why does this happen where they they feel like they're in complete Uh, victim stage, which it is normal because I know with the situation that I I just went through, I found myself asking the same questions and I was like, come on, Master Mathura, you've done the teachings for Master Shri Akarshana. you're better than this. (laughs) What are some empowering questions that people can ask, not only to themselves, but to the divine energies, to the universe and to the gods that will come in the form of getting the answers as to what's trying to appear next in my life. What are you trying to prepare me for? Mm. So what are some of those empowering questions that they can ask instead of, instead of the disempowering questions, Mm. which puts them back into a victim state?
0: Mm. Yeah. I think that, um, I mean, one of my early mentors, coaches used to always say this instead of, because most people, they play victim mindset as what you just said there. And most people are pointing the finger outwards to say, why did she do this to me? Why did he do that to me? And why is this happening to me? I think it's just a case of pointing the finger inwards and saying, what did I do to attract this? What could I have have done better to uh, manifest or attract something, a better situation into my life? And I think it's just a, life is a continuous growth journey, that's all. So I think that when we recognize that challenges happen, just learn from them. Like we said, every challenge is a blessing in disguise. We get to grow stronger. And it's very interesting because whether it's, um, I, I think everybody's experienced something similar before, whether it is in love or whether it's in jobs or finances, it's the same thing. We always think that this is the thing that I want. And we've all been through that heartbreak moment. And then later on, we find something else that is, wow, this is really good too, right? And it always comes. And, and in that, that is already based on track history. We know that something else will always come. When a void is there, the universe will always need to fill that with energy. So I think keep a positive state, keep moving forward, keep progressing, keep developing yourself, and naturally, better things will come into your life.
1: Right, I think some of these experiences that we have, Mm. they're actually preparing us, it's just like what you said, the universe has something bigger for us, Mm. it's trying to prepare us for that next step, and it's something that you always teach us about in Manifesting Miracles, Mm you cannot connect the dots until you look backwards until everything has happened. Mm. So once you're at the other stage on the other side, where you have everything, you have the love that you want, you'll be able to look back and said, this is why I went through all these heartbreaks. It, it, it just, it was preparing me for this, the real thing. Mm. So, and uh, one last question for you, master. I know that when we were on the last call, you said, become the attraction. One of the biggest things that, you could definitely say to anyone and it applies to a lot of things, not just in love, but in career, finances, abundance. How can one become attraction, but also detach themselves from the situation? So that way the process is speeded
0: up. (laughs) That's a big question. (laughs) (laughs) I think that um, confidence is a big thing we can refer to as, spiritual powers we can uh, refer to it as an aura a positivity that level of positivity that one has and it's through training it's through practice i think being somebody who grew up a shy kid an introvert not very confident speaking to the stranger all the way through to 20 plus years was that way
1: you're not the only one (laughs) i grew up that
0: way too so being that way i know that it, you can shift it. It's because today, anywhere I go, I can feel so much confidence. Anything I do, wherever I'm around, even even in the recent couple of years, meeting people like the president of Ghana, like going to the White House and doing things like this, or other big names or celebrities, actually, there's, a, there's an essence, there's a, there's a confidence, there's an air of confidence that you can practice. And I think it starts from your self-affirmations. I used to have to do that. And it may sound silly to some people, but I used to look in the mirror and, and through my depression times, I used to actually look in the mirror and say, why are you so ugly? And I used to hide myself in my room and not go out to see. Mum and dad will always say, Let's go out. No, I don't want. Because I'd actually, there's something happening in my mind where I didn't want people to see my face because I thought I was too ugly. And it's very interesting how people can talk themselves into that sort of depression. When they speak enough of it, they really believe it. And the interesting thing was, one of my early coaches said to me, This was my early 20s, said to me, Try affirmations. He says, "I know it, it sounds silly to do this." and he did it, and when I seen him do it, I was like, "This is stupid." He like, said, <laughs> "I am great, I am powerful, I am confident, I am beautiful." And when I was seeing him do it, I said, inside my head was a little bit like uh, "What an idiot, what's he doing? You know <laughs> like <it, it>, <laughs> he't like, he doesn't look cool at all. you know what's he doing there? So but you know what? I think it, Sometimes when you get into uh, anybody who's been through depression before, you get into such a state where there is no other rescue, and you're thinking, "What the hell? You know, you might as well just try it anyways." <laughs> like, you got nothing. You yeah, had nothing to lose. So, I remember those th- those moments. I think it was about four or five months of doing this. Actually, every time I wake up in the morning, I used to look in the mirror and I used to say, "You're beautiful. You're power. You're powerful. You're confident." And let me tell you something. The inside was like, "No, you're not. No, you're not." You know, every time I say it, I say, "No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not." And what I realized was, after four or five months, something magical just happened. I realized that a lot of the time when I'm outside and I'm speaking to people, I just felt more confident. And then I felt like, I, I, I just felt so much better. My energy changed, changed and it started to shift. And so now, many years on, when I walk out, I actually feel it, I think I drilled it into myself. But it's in exactly the same way, somebody who's not confident, the only reason you're not confident is because something happened through childhood, and maybe, for me, I know because when I was at school, people used to laugh at the the way I spoke and everything. You know, they used to laugh, and then when they laughed, then I I become muted. You know, and so I went through the whole sort of school like that. So if we were able to be programmed to be shy and not confident, then for sure we are able to reprogram ourselves to become confident. And I think it starts from affirmations.
1: And I know that's something that Lucy does on her channel. She does a lot of affirmations right. with meditations as well. Mm-hmm. So very powerful stuff.
0: Very good. And um, I want to say also a big thank you for uh, flying all the way here. You flew in from? <laughs> Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. Just for a couple of days to hang out with us here. So first of all, thank you for coming all the way. And also thank you for coming onto to the show as well. Because uh, sometimes when people are just watching me, teach these things people are thinking oh this is some like not human person who is teaching this and he doesn't know what we're going through but it's nice that you are actually taking your vulnerability your own personal story to relate to the masses out there um to be able to empower people so for that i i thank you for being here
1: thank you so much for having me here
0: and thank you everyone for tuning in to today's video and if it has been of any help to you please do hit the thumbs up hit the like button Also, comment below. Let us know your story. Let us know where you guys are going through. And also, another thing as well, if you have not yet subscribed, tell them where they can find you.
1: Hey, so you guys can find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, even Twitter,
0: Master Mathura. Right, and what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna put the link inside the description, and it's gonna be on the end card as well, so you guys make sure to click on it and give it a subscribe. Um, It'll add a lot of value to your life with a lot of knowledge, inspiration, while um, you get some laughter as well with the comedic value, okay? So um, anybody who's new to this channel and you haven't already, remember, remember to hit that subscribe button and the notifications button next to it. That's a little bell sign right because this year I'm dedicated to making daily videos to hold you accountable to make it your best year yet. But for now, guys, we're signing out. Namaste.